<clears throat> is it recording? It's recording. Okay. <laughs> I was going to try and trick you. You're a professional man. Too smart for you. You're all sorted. I am. All right. Kick it off. Welcome to uh, Teachy Yarns. Uh, we're, we're over halfway through term one. So, and we're still on the air. So that's always a positive thing. You're on holidays. You're up here with us. Yeah. Up on the Sunshine Coast at Mum and Dad's. It's been fantastic. Um, yeah. I, I realised why I moved out <laughs> when I was 18. <laughs> I'm not paying rent. You still are. But I'm paying emotional rent. You still owe me for your bed, by the way. <laughs> what are you talking about? You bet my bed's still in there. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, um, oh, it, no, it is. It's lovely being here. Winter. Oh, I just went down the beach. It's insane. It's not bad, is it? It's so beautiful. Yeah. Well, I know it's winter when I get in the long pants. Which is probably about which is probably about two weeks of the year, so yeah. Cover up the pins. Yeah, I know. That's so funny. Um, how's your How's your week been? Yeah, What's good. Right? Um, just finished a uh, a contract again. Like I said last time, I think working primarily with um, in student services, where with students who may need some guidance and direction, and I love that. Job. I love that job. Yeah, it's so it's so rewarding. Um, the behaviour management stuff. The behaviour management stuff. Yeah. yeah, I really, really do. You're good at that, though. I think I am. It's I don't I don't often pump my tyres up, but it's it's an area that I think I'm I have a lot of experience with and a lot of success with as well. Yeah. When you see them start to make some decisions based on the fact that they're not the only person in the world. Yeah. All their actions affect other people. Um, Bit of old school parenting. Yeah. That a lot of these kids probably don't have. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, you yeah. Could, I, I, I could always tell when um, a little, little boys especially didn't have a father figure in their life because they'd always yeah. be drawn to you. Yeah, definitely. Having said that, some of the best students I've ever had have been from single parent families with only there's only mum or yeah. there's two mums, or that's a statement that um, I think generally is true. But mm. you know, it's there's always exceptions to that as well. Yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. I um well, uh, I know this because we went out for brekkie the other day, and a lady came up to us and was oh, saying, "Yeah, because yeah, you used to teach uh, her daughter, yeah, I and did she too. was telling her, say, say, singing your praises, how much of a good teacher you were, and we actually got spotted." Are you the the guys? Are you the guys with the famous podcast? I know she was taking the piss, but it was. It, I saw your your little eyebrows twitch a little I know, bit. You're like, I know because it's been a while. She's actually this. Her daughter's actually um, eighteen now. If these students, ex students, come up to me now and say, "Hi, Mister Knight," yeah, remember me? Yeah, I don't try and bluff my way through anymore. I just got look. I got nothing seriously. Yeah. Your face is familiar, but I can't honestly can't remember. I don't know whether it's an age thing or a. That that you or that you have just grown up into this amazing young person. Where's your yeah? Prior okay. to that, you're a 11, 12 year old little kid. Little kid, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. I get that. But it it shows your it starts to, starts to show your age when you um when they tell you things like oh you know I'm married I've got three children. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I had a, someone um, message me on Facebook and said, "Did you used to? Did you do your prac at a, a school?" You're on the Sunshine Coast. I oh, said, really? Yeah. yeah. She goes, yeah, you were my prac teacher. I was like, oh, God damn it. No way. It was ages ago. Yeah. 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 Gosh. Yeah, yeah, I'll say. Um, it's wild. Um, so, what do we, so, we want to talk about... Oh, yeah. before we talk about discipline, mm-hmm. 
I've gone back into the classroom. You have. I told you. You did too. <laughs> I need to tell this story though before. I'm going to get my side of the story. Because this is the oh, thing we're going to hear me... your, your, hear your side of the story. When you first. told us what... you're going to do some supply work, I thought, oh, that's great, that's really good. What a shock that you're but... butting in on my story. Just... <laughs> no, you go first. All right, fair enough. Alpha, right? <laughs> um, I need to get this in first because you'll try and defend the shit out of this. Okay, go. I rang you up on the first, or you rang us up on the first day, and we said, "How was your first day teaching?" Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I said, are we going to do a podcast? Can we can we put it off? I'm really tired. Yeah. <laughs> so you did three days of teaching? Yeah, three days in a row. I had haven't a row. done three days in a row and in you, ages. And you were, we didn't get a podcast done on any of those. No. You were knackered. Well, I did have to go do gigs afterwards. I was burning the candle at both ends. I had, to, I had that okay. very other important job that I have, okay. which is telling dick jokes to strangers True. at night time. Um, and I had a prep class and they just, they were the best. Yeah. They stunk so bad though. I don't know. <laughs> no one acknowledged it, but everyone was farting in there. It was so good. I, I was just letting them go by the end of the day. It was, oh, it was awesome. That is good. Yeah. So you're saying it's only a really small school too. Really small. Yeah. And the principals there, the vice principal and the principal there are the best. They're, yeah. yeah. They're beautiful. They're That's really so lovely. good. Yeah. It's, it's got that real community feel at this school. Yeah. Okay. It's awesome. Just down the road. Oh, the preps have got this really cool thing. They've got um, they've got these uh, posters, and the ones like green, ones yellow, ones red, ones blue, and the red one. They've all got like different what behavior. No, it's not behavior. It's oh. it's how they're feeling. <laughs> so they have got like little pegs with their fate, laminated yeah. faces, and it's like just red is was I'm feeling angry, upset, um, fidgety. Um, green was like I'm feeling happy. Da, 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 da. Like all these other ones. Blue was like. Um, Bored. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, bored, tired. Okay. Um, yeah, but there's nothing more embarrassing than like trying to do a <laughs> trying to do a lesson. Then <laughs> just seeing this little kid go, Ugh, and then just walk up <laughs> and move his head from happy to, to bored. bored. <laughs> oh, a little bit too much freedom there, I think. Yeah. I know, I'm like, oh man, I'm not <laughs> trying my best. Oh god, no. No, not my day. No, whatever my day. Oh, it was <laughs> well, awesome. That was before feelings were invented. It was day. so funny. Yeah. Uh, hilarious. Um, but yeah, yeah, so today's oh. about discipline. Oh, so, the, yeah. before we get started, mm. can I just tell your fans, your mm. fans of the podcast, because I've, I've had a, a fair few people say really? that we love listening to B, right? Yeah. Yes. He's got, I know. It's good. They go, I love your dad. And I was like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> he's all right. Um, but can I just say, because I'm, mm. I'm looking after the Instagram Socials. Yeah, I opened up Instagram the other day and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find our site. Yeah, I know you couldn't. Emily had to show you. Oh, I know. You, right. Did you open it up or did Emily open I it? I did, up? and then she helped me. Okay, <laughs> when I couldn't find anything. Yeah. So every time I post something, mm. I've stopped posting little um, snippets of. I used to take a while, like create these little snippets mm. of like the podcast coming up mm. of about one minute of like something funny that's to come. Except, yeah, I talked to you about that. Yeah, all your. Dickhead boomer mates are like, where's the whole podcast? There's only a minute there. I'm like, yeah, it's a snippet. It's like a trailer for a movie. It's like I watched Avatar the other day. It's like it was only a minute long. No, it's a trailer. They're the worst. So, so then, so then yeah. I said, all right, Susan or whatever her name was. There's a, there's a link in the bio, and she's like, oh god, that I should have just. 
What's the bio? What's the leak of the, what's the leak of the bio? So for anyone old like Brian, this is what it means, okay? So if I say link in the bio, it means you go to the Teacher Yarns homepage on Instagram and it, in the in the home screen, uh, you got to click on the hyperlink there. Now, hyperlink is the blue colored writing, okay? You boomers, well, you can figure out negative gearing, but not We're fucking not- <laughs> how to use an Instagram page. I'm starting to feel like my mother when I bought her the iPad. When Nan, when I bought her the iPad, that's right. And I said, "You just need to press this button." No, you just press. It. You don't press it and hold it. You yeah. just- <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, look, it's it's. <laughs> you know, we need to explain that that uh, you know, those instructions on how to get to it. Yeah, I still think you still don't know. Still yeah, don't know. I know. I know. So, so listen, any oldies out there, please don't message me. Ask your your son or your or your granddaughter. <laughs> Or your great granddaughter. We're gonna have a whole generation not being able to, not never having listened to this because they can't get to the. They, can't get <laughs> they to don't the know where podcasts are. I oh, know. Yeah, we'll put it on a cassette for them or something. All right, send it, post it out. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I thought we'd talk about discipline in in, in schools. I, thought, I want to start off by just reading out these two scenarios. So child A was talking in class. Well, actually, he had turned around and he was listening. He wasn't actually talking. But that didn't matter. The teacher said those words that every student dreaded. Go to the office. What are you here for? Talking, sir. Hold out your hand. The first one didn't hurt that much, and he thought this was easy. But the second and third ones did, and he's not sure if the tears were from the pain or from the embarrassment. The year was 1963. He was eight years old. His greatest fear... It was that his dad would find out and he'd get in trouble again. He didn't even consider trying to explain because his dad was of the generation where if a teacher said it, it was gospel. Right, now here's the second scenario. I want to fast forward 50 years. Teacher A is in a room with a teacher aide, a high school deputy principal, a year nine year level coordinator and a year nine student. Teacher A is there because he had offered to swap lunch duties with the female teacher aide as she was feeling threatened. Two days prior, she had instructed the year nine student to leave the junior eating area where he wasn't permitted to be. After ignoring her, he told her to fuck off, making his mates laugh. She moved in front of him to ask his name. He pushed her over. They laughed again. All these parties were in a room for a restorative justice meeting. He's got anger issues, said the year-level coordinator. How did you actually ask him to leave? The coordinator asked again. The teacher aide was now on trial. Teacher A is unsure how it all ended because he got up and walked out voicing, this is bullshit. Teacher A was emailed telling him that his actions were unprofessional. The student received a two-day suspension. His minions who laughed received no punishment. Now... Before you turn off, I'm not advocating the return of the cane. The cane will never come back. So. Bit of passion behind that one. Oh, there's more than passion behind it. Um, It's slowly creeping into not only schools, but into society. Yeah. Where there's no fear of anything. There's no... Look, classrooms used to be a place where, where, where learning happened. I remember this. And dis- disruptions to that learning, they were like rockin' or shit. 
Yeah. You couldn't, there just were no disruptions <laughs> yeah. because of those sort of kids. Yeah. And teachers actually had a position of respect in the community. My argument here is that when they removed the cane, back in the early 80s, I think, mm. when they took away the cane, they never replaced it with anything of equal deterrent. The cane was a deterrent. Look, so there are going to be behaviourists and, and academics jumping up and, up and down saying the cane never made any difference. It wasn't the cane that made a difference. Yeah. To you guys, I'm calling bullshit. Ooh. Because the cane was a genuine deterrent. I lived through it. And I can't be the only person who's sphincter puckered at the thought of getting the cane if I did something wrong. Yeah. There's a lot of things that I didn't do that I knew were dumb purely because I knew there was a genuine consequence on the end of it. I don't talk on my tech, talk or text on my phone when I'm driving anymore. Mm. Not because it's the right thing to do, because I used to. I used to drive and, and text and even, even talk on the phone. Mm. But because now there's a $1,000 fine attached to it if I do. There's a genuine deterrent to keep me doing the right thing. If, if we were still allowed to text and, and talk on your phone, I'd still be doing it. But the fact that there now is now a real genuine deterrent, and in Queensland it's over a thousand bucks, I'm not doing it. So now I'm doing the right thing because there is a real consequence. It's a real deterrent. Every cohort of students that you have is gonna have most of those kids in that cohort who do things um, that society expects. Yeah, They follow the rules and they treat people in position of authority with with respect there'll always be though a handful of antisocial students who deliberately flout the rules and defy authority one yeah. or two they've got one or two now now here's my argument you'll only have maybe one two three or four of those really genuinely disruptive kids who go out of their way to disrupt lessons to make life hard and to just do the wrong thing but there are probably two or three times as many kids who are what I term fence sitters. Mm. They haven't made up their mind yet, like the swing voters. When they see one of those kids do something deliberately wrong, like push a teacher over, tell the teacher to get fucked, and there is literally no consequence, mm. then you haven't got one or two or three or four really, really badly behaved kids. You've probably got twice that many. But when they see that kid who's just told the teacher to get fucked, have the shit flogged out of them. Yeah. They're suddenly back on the other side of the fence. I'm not saying again, I'm not saying bring back the cane. Yeah, But there is, should be a genuine deterrent. This carrot, 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 let's do the touchy-feely, let's do the nice, nice thing and let's get them on side like that. It works for most kids. Yeah. It works for most people. Yeah. But there's that level, that part of the community where it just doesn't work and there needs to be a deterrent. Now, I don't mean a yellow card or a blue card or a green card or a smiley face and a sad face. I mean a genuine deterrent. Taking away genuine privileges, for example. Yeah, um, okay. I think I know what you mean. Because oh, I, I was worried you, you're starting to get a bit too <laughs> Sky News. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I, I think, I think because I, I was listening, trying to picture all that then, Basically, I understand what you're talking about, but I think you're trying... And Brian, I need you to listen to me because you always do this. I'm listening to you. No, you weren't. You were reading your next point. <laughs> you always do. <laughs> you always do this. Hello. Keep going. <laughs> right, you do your point, then I'll get back to my... <laughs> Are you ready? Are you actually listening? I was born ready, motherfucker. <laughs> Here you going. So I think... 
I think it's good what schools have done and the way we have progressed in the sense of like we don't just need the cane. The cane, the cane was just a very simplistic, dumb way of fixing things. It's like we've that was very, very, very far right. I think the cane mm-hmm. was like right, nah, like student A ambiguously. Yep. <laughs> I don't know who student A could have been. Student A. <laughs> Um, student A and teacher A. Yeah, yeah, who's getting who's getting spanked for absolutely no reason yep. is way too harsh. Totally agree. Yeah, totally. But agree. then we have gone swung so far to the left that it's not help. It's not working. It's not really helping anything. Like that Jordan Peterson fella that everyone yeah. gets crank that everyone gets cranky at. He's like a father figure for a lot of a yeah. lot of kids that didn't kids. have any an old school dad. Yeah, which I've seen firsthand with um, yeah. a few people. Yeah. Not that I agree with a lot of his stuff. I think I think he he can be a bit too, but it, for, for for people to go like, no, nah, he's a dickhead and not listen to anything yeah. he says, I think is dumb. For people to listen to absolutely everything and takes everything he says gospel as well, I think is dumb. It's like a, totally. a middle ground. You make value judgments on the information that you've got, and unfortunately now I think there is just so much information. Look, I think what we've got now, the top of the heap at the moment is expulsion. With, with kids that are okay. really, really badly behaved. I can probably think of one or two kids in my teaching career that I know I've been expelled. Yeah. Be- and that's really the top. The next layer under that is suspension. Yeah. Again, the word suspension strikes fear into the, the hearts of really well-behaved kids. Yeah. But for that, those other kids at the very top, suspension is not only ineffective, it's often worn like a badge of honour mm. because it's time off school and... It's not a real deterrent. And quite often, the one the ones that are getting suspended, they're not going home. Well, they're, sorry, this is a very generalisation, very big generalisation. But the ones that are having the the days off suspension, they're not going home to a family that's like having yeah. a restorative job. Like I've I've been to some pretty harsh schools that like if they get suspended, they're getting absolutely belted at home, yeah. and it's not yeah. it's not really helping the kid. It's the, the parents aren't really... Well, the parents don't know how to deal with it because they that, were probably that, the exact same that's, kid. That's exactly right. Suspension is as high as we've got, and I really don't think it works. I think it's being used more now to give the parents a slap in the face and say, listen, we've been telling you about this, your child, mm. and in a lot of cases, they're saying, well, you know, it was never like this at their last five schools, or um, yeah. it's you know it must be you and they've never like they're never like this at home. Well, you no. know what? Yes, they are. Mm. And often I think a suspension is used as a form of righto. Now, parents, you need to take this seriously. You need to take them to the doctor, have them assessed, because the fact that they are so disruptive is you know there, there's going to be a reason for it. Well, um, not it doesn't, doesn't have to be the doctor. But oh, no, yeah. no, not at I all. But mean, a lot but... of these, I mean, I'll touch, I intend to touch on this a little bit later on. But um, my, from my experience, I used to be scared of authority figures. Mm. Growing up, I was scared. I was scared of principals. Yeah. Even if I'd never met them, I was scared of the police. Yeah. I was scared of my girlfriend's fathers. And I was even scared of my dad. But that doesn't mean that he was the best dad in the world. But mm. I knew that if I did the wrong thing, there was a consequence. When I'm saying scared, I don't mean terror. I don't mean absolutely shaking in my boots. But I know that if I did something wrong, I'm going to get pulled over or I'm going to get in trouble by the, pl- oh, by I was, the principal. I was terrified of you. Yeah. And mum. <laughs> mum was... Well, mum was the soft one, but I, I remember... This is pretty funny, Jan. I remember... 
like we got smacked, like yeah. little little smacks. Yeah, yeah. But it was good. Like when we got smacked, I remember every single time you and mum would always talk to me after why you smacked yeah. and try and explain it to, to yeah. me. But like I remember mum, I was getting about grade three or four. Mum tried to give me a smack and I laughed at her. I was like, because like, I'm like, yeah, that didn't hurt. Hey, mum, bring it. Mum, just, mum just saw red and went, bam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shit, mum's got some hot sauce. <laughs> bring it. Yeah, but... But see, with that with that fear, there was respect with it as well. Yeah, definitely. I respected police. I respected the principals, and I definitely respected my dad. I think today, though, we have all the behaviourists. Well, <laughs> in the one behaviour book I read, it said that you need three things to either maintain an action or to deter an action. Okay. Okay. Number one, you need boundaries or rules. Yeah. So you need to know that I can do this or I can't do this. Yeah. Secondly, you need a consequence to either reinforce that action. Yeah. To keep it happening, a positive consequence, or you need a negative consequence to deter that action. Yeah. Okay. And it's got to be a consequence that will deter that action. The third thing is you need consistency. It's got to happen every single time. Yeah. So every time you speed, you're going to get pinged. Yeah. Every time you do this, you're going to get pinged. Every time you tell a teacher to fuck off, you're going to get it. doesn't yeah. matter whether you're the best football player in the in the, um, the school yeah. or who you are. You're going to get that same consequence. We've got number one. We've got rules. Mm-hmm. But we don't have two and three. We don't have genuine consequences to deter this. We've got positive consequences. Boy, do we have positive consequences. Yeah. We had a truckload of positive yeah. consequences. We're yeah. sending home flowery cards every day. Your child went for three days without telling me to fuck off. There you go. <laughs> Look how they're going. <laughs> We're making real progress. We've got so many positive consequences, but we don't have any negative consequences left. I honestly can't think of a negative consequence in any of the schools that I've ever been at that I would consider a genuine deterrent. Do you, what would you what would you suggest then? What would be a negative one? A, a, a good a good negative one, if that makes sense. Okay, what so you, you need you need there needs to be something withdrawn, so something positive. Okay, yeah. So for example, if they're in the footy team, yeah. Sorry, mate, you don't get to play. You don't get to what play if that's footy. The, what if that's the only thing they're good at? What do you mean? What if that's their their only the only thing that that kid is good at? It's got a bite. The consequence has to bite. You can't say it's like you when I grounded you that time. Yeah, and I said you allowed mean that time. You grounded me heaps. Yeah, but you're when you were grounded, it was a grounding. Yeah, you're allowed to practice your music instrument, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, you're allowed to go to your sports training, and you're allowed to play. You weren't allowed to go to birthday parties. There's no time off for good behaviour in this household. Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah, parole yeah. in this yeah. house. Um, look, when, when we're when we're talking about these kids, these naughty kids. I think we need to, to divide it up too into what what do we term a naughty kid? I've got these, there's there's, there's different levels. There's an ordinary naughty boy, naughty girl stuff, you know, like sliding in puddles for boys and wearing nail polish for girls and that. Yeah. That's, they're against the rules, naughty. Yeah. I get all that stuff. Yeah. Then we've got a number of disorders with things, uh, things such as autism, spectrum disorder, um, attention deficit disorder, mm. hyperactivity disorder, yeah. um, Asperger's. Oppositional defiance disorder, yeah, and students who have suffered suffered some form of trauma. Now, these young people, it's often not their fault, mm. and but they will display um, behaviours. Yeah, it comes across as a disruption, as as an antisocial behaviour. Yeah, even, that is even, a, that's a good point. Sorry to cut yeah, you off. On. That's that is a good point because 
a lot of those kids back in the day, they would have just been caned. They're branded. Yeah, you get up the office and they're they're branded naughty kid. You know, a lot of the things they do, they're just seen as disruptive or or antisocial or even antagonistic. Yeah. Where if you're trying to get them to do something, then they just dig their toes in and they really they really start bailing well, so, up. Uh, Love on the Spectrum US has this yes. really lovely old boy, old oh, old fella. Okay. Uh, uh, Love on the Spectrum, he's like sixty something. Yeah. Beautiful old man, but he was like, I just, I did. No one knew what was wrong with me. Okay. I was just labelled a, a misfit and a and a, a yeah troublemaker yeah. basically. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I agree one hundred percent that all of these students, all these kids, need to have an education. they do, absolutely. But there needs to be either another path for these students or additional support for these students. You can't say to to a teacher at the beginning of the year that you're getting this child in with oppositional defiance disorder and and he suffered trauma Mm. and and then throw another whiteboard marker at him and say, look, there's your compensation. Yeah. When you put somebody like that into a classroom, there has got to be... Um, genuine support and it's got to be real support it can't be a teach an extra teacher aide you've got hanging around mm. it can't be just one extra person in there that's going to run interference while you try and do the do the um the teaching yeah it's got to be some genuine genuine support you want to toss some of mr gonski's money around remember the gonski report yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so he found that um that, you know schools were underfunded and one of his main recommendations was that we just suddenly throw a shitload of money at schools. And I'm like, oh, God, really? Oh, that helped with clo- closing the gap. That's it. Indi- that's all they did. Exactly yeah, right. Indigenous. Yeah. It's like, oh, sorry, here's a heap of money. Sorry we displaced you and Dead destroyed right, generation. Yeah. Here's the, a the answer of money. To, the answer to everything seems to be, let's throw a shitload of money at it. Spend it on some people that are really going to help. Well, for a start, don't send in some overpriced bloody consultant mm. to, to come and guide the staff on how to handle this kid. Don't send in some first-year psychologist student with no world, real world-life experience. Yeah. I don't know whether the answer is to have a special area in the school where these students go um, and introduce them into the mainstream classroom a bit at a time. Then you're going to have but, people saying, like, you take, you're, you're yeah. treating them differently. You're- and that's the problem. Parents have got this thing. And, and look, I understand. I've... I understand that, that you want your child in a mainstream classroom. And these kids have rights. They certainly, certainly have rights. But quite often, these teachers are given a class with two or more of these kids in it, mm-hmm. these, these type of students in it, and they get very, very little support. Mm. And I mean, I don't just mean an extra set of hands. I mean genuine, genuine support. Well, it's one of those ones where if, so there's, if there's 26 kids in there that are being disrupted by one or two kids. Yeah. It's, it's it's a balancing act, isn't it? It's oh. like, and how best do you... I think having a... Com, have, you need to have that conversation. That, that I mean, that option that you just said about do we put them into an, another classroom, mm. it's... I mean, it's a genuine conversation that I think needs to happen. But, yeah. like, as soon as you even broach that conversation, that's <laughs> yeah, like discrimination. It's like, well, no, is it? Are we allowed to have this conversation? yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah, I think things are getting a little bit too fluffy and no, it's fine. Whereas it's these difficult conversations are the ones in the grey area. Things aren't black and white. That's right. And I, look, I understand that that these students and their families have specific rights. They've all got a right to an education. Yeah. But let's go back. What about the rights of the, the other students in the class? 
to learn without being disrupted. What about the right to the teacher trying to keep the, the class on track when this is happening? This might be saying, <laughs> this sounds very discriminatory. It's like even, even broaching the idea of having a separate class. Mm. I, I don't think we should. I don't think that I don't think that's the answer. I think more support needs to be in the classrooms because mm. I, I think a, a separate I think a separate class with the, these children because there's so many different ways to cut the pie. We've got these teachers that do all their all their training in teaching in education, mm. but now they're not. They've got to be an expert in on oppositional defiance disorder, on trauma, on mm. ADHD, on Asperger's, ASD, ASD, PDA, all of these different good. conditions. And they they all present differently. Yeah. And I've known a truckload of kids that have one of these disorders, and they all display differently. Oh, I, God, I left with... the I left the classroom for about five years when I was travelling. Came back, there was about twenty new acronyms. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what's, no. what the hell's this? Like again, I think one of the big problems though is that when parents put the blinkers up and they say, "There's nothing wrong with my child." Yeah. You yeah, mean, definitely. And um, public schools can't refuse these students. Yeah. So if you enrol your child then the public school has to take them. If parents that do that are an issue, mm. then a bigger issue is an administration that won't back the teachers. Oh, that's now I massively know, it. Yeah, I know for a fact that there are teachers out there that are that are struggling, mm. really struggling to, to, to get through. And But if a parent says, no, my little Johnny didn't do this, Mm. An administration that says, well, okay, we'll give them another chance, where a teacher said, no, nah, they, they need to have a consequence, and an administration overrides that. I mean, we've all heard about the, um, heard the stories about the private school boys that go off on a rant and beat somebody up or whatever, and then for whatever reason, the oh, police are involved, and then they come back. Straight and back they're, in. They're straight back in, so yeah. there's no real consequence. Um, or if a teacher says, no, you cannot be a part of this excursion or um, netball team or whatever, and then admin turns around and says, well, now you can be. Yeah. Or if the teachers at the end of the year make up the classes for the next year and they say, you cannot put child A with child B because I'm telling you they will be a disruption. And then that, yeah. And then turn up for school the next year. And child A is with child B because a parent said they didn't have a friend. It seems and that's like their best friend. It seems like the I don't know schools are, are they becoming more the servants of to like the the whims of what parents and students want as a part, as opposed to like all right you send your children to a school to be educated. If in the opinion of the teachers who are the educators. Not the administrators. The teachers are the educators. They're the ones at the coalface. They know the personalities of these kids. Yeah. If a teacher says this child deserves to be punished, there should be no if, buts or maybes. If the teachers say this child should not be in the same class as this child, that should be the end of that conversation. The pressure from parent, the parents are bringing onto schools now is, and I think we need to, we probably could do a whole podcast on that, Talk the, about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it uh, is. It is interesting, but the, obviously, there's the there's the issue of bad teachers because there are shit teachers. There are oh, the, like in anything, right. but yeah. like they those shit teachers that are like, I don't like this kid, so I'm going to get him out. I don't like this kid. Yeah. Well, those teachers will get weeded out by the system. Exactly. Yeah. But when a parent says, "I don't like my child being in that teacher's class," yeah. 
well, you know, I'm sorry, but there are no other options. You don't get to choose. It's not like if, if you think there's a genuine problem with that teacher, come to me and we'll, we'll discuss it. Yeah. We'll investigate it. If there's a problem with that teacher, the teacher won't be here. It is a, oh, it is a, it is. All I'm thinking about now is like society is starting to get so entitled and so oh, yeah, like it is pretty crazy. Like like even the ga- Game of Thrones, there was a petition that got over a million signatures or something like that mm. because they didn't like how like it ended. Ed- yeah, and I'm like, you, you don't get to choose pieces of shit. What are you serious? Yeah. Your fa- your t- favorite TV show didn't end the way you yeah. liked it, so you're kicking up a stink. And I think that's kind of the all, I'm saying, all I'm saying is he, is if they're not if they're going to be in that classroom. Give them some support with teeth. Yeah. And, and that that's all. I think Kane was too far right. Yep. I think we've gone too far left. I think it's a little bit too fluffy and it's a little bit too, okay, let's have a little restorative justice conversation. Oh, I think it's friggin'. I think it's gone too far left. I think that, yeah, somewhere in the Look, middle, because I think it is good that we're starting to have these conversations. It's not just dumb. It's like, oh, totally. you're being bad, smack. Like, that's such a dumb way to look at it. Yeah, totally. But also... The far, far left where it's like there, there's no other repercussions. I think there's no real yeah, consequence. And I think yeah. that's that's the crux of the whole thing. Look, we're getting people listening to this and going, oh, geez, what are these guys talking about? Our school never has anything like that. I've never suspended a kid. In fact, I was reading an article from about a, um, a principal who's just retired after, you know, 150 years, whatever it was. Mm. And he's never suspended a kid. Yeah. That's fantastic. And that's really, really good because mm. he said, and I understand this part of it too, because he said, when you do that, you're isolating them even more. Yeah, totally. We want to try and bring them into the fold. Yeah. But when you try and bring them into the fold and they still shit in your mouth. Yeah. And you try again and they shit in your mouth and you try again and you try again. Yeah. To stop that kid shitting in my mouth, give me somebody that to help. Give me somebody that's going to really be able to get through to that kid. Well, I mean, he might have been one of those teachers that could really get through to those those kids and they're the ones unfortunately they're the ones that are either getting too old or we're drumming out of the drumming out yeah. because that's what we want we want those teachers that can get through to those kids i think mm. yeah yeah anyway anyway so anyway for what it's worth that's my opinion or my opinion it's not it's it's not the opinion of the world it's nothing's probably going to change but if you have a different opinion let us know i had an opinion in there too no, i don't know if you, if you weren't listening you were probably not listening to me right very quickly what do you got? I've got, I've got an email. So uh, a boy called Peter Monaro, Peter for Peter Brock. The whole family actually changed their surname to Monaro, as in Holden Monaro. The mother used oh, to come what? into school in a skimpy white singlet, which would show off her two big Monaro tattoos that were facing each other on her shoulder blades. It was hilarious. Uh, this is an example from many years ago, and I don't work at that school or even in that region in, anymore. Um, cheers. So, got a little email. Yeah. Look at you. I oh, know. Oh, no. Working the emails. Rolling it. Yeah. That's, I don't know about Instagram, but yeah. I oh, well, if you looked on Instagram, there's some funny stuff that I put up there. Um, one of my friends uh, sent in, uh, he's got a high school class yeah. and they were using a 3D model printing. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And they uh, <laughs> used the 3D model printing to print out a new cone piece for his bong. So, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, bless him. Yeah. Pretty good. That's inventive. Uh, All right. Anyway. Got any fouls? No, I think that's it. That's you, it. you buddy took, you, oh, you buddy, uh, uh, you did it all today. I don't want, yeah, I know. You don't want what? I don't want to take over. Yeah, I do. 
you don't want to take over. Yeah, of course I do. Hey, this this, this is be Brian. And this is, I'll, I'll put. I'll, this will be. I'll keep <laughs> moving. I'll, slowly. Keep, I'll keep moving your chair further and further back. <laughs> teacher, teacher yarns. Featuring <laughs> Brian Knight and that other guy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Teacher is meant to be uh, like plural in this, I know. but um, I know. But I've, I, I, I guess it's a good thing though because I'm, I'm so still passionate, even though I've. I've retired a while ago. I'm still so bloody passionate about this stuff. I love this stuff. Discipline. And no, the, you know, the way that schools are run and the way that we teach our kids. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's good. I think there's, well, it'd be it'd be nice. I'd like to see you on a split screen with some, I don't know, some pink-haired Montessori teacher telling you that restorative justice is the way to go. And you can, you can put, your, you and, can put your, your grug singlet on. But that's the thing. I'm more than happy... To listen to it. And I know there are schools out there that don't have any discipline issues. Totally. I've, I said, I spoke to a, to a teacher recently and she told me that uh, the last school I was at, we just used restorative justice all the time and we didn't have any, we did not have a single um, behaviour problem. Mm. And I smiled and I said, I get that. But I went to Kilcoy State School and Kilcoy High School. Yeah. And we didn't have a single behaviour problem there. And it was not because of restorative justice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Well, it's also got to do with, yeah, your socioeconomic areas and that sort of thing. I'd it's like about to- what works for you. And if yeah. it's not working, how do we fix it? And don't don't say we need a better class of teacher, for God's sake. Don't wind bear up. Start me again. Yeah. Eyebrows All right. are twitching. All right. Um, am I allowed to sign off since you did the <sighs> intro and everything? Or No. Yeah, all right, right you, know, you sign off. Go on. No, go on. I'll let you do something. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can pack up and sweep the podcast room out as well when we finish as well. The podcast room, yeah. yeah. It is getting quite messy. Um, yeah. I have to get, fix this up. As my, I, I know that mum's just let you leave, like mum's just left you this area. Oh, mate, your this podcast is doing her yeah, because it, it looks like the rest of the house is lovely and mum's just <laughs> left you this little podcast area. It looks like dog shit. It looks like... Her OCD is going to make a head explode, <laughs> explode soon. There's like a little yeah. corner in the house that you're podcaster. I think she, I think she closed her eyes when she comes upstairs. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Thank, Thank you, you so much for listening. Uh, please keep sending in some dumb stories. I want to hear more dumb stories so we don't... So, don't, don't have to listen to me. So don't, don't have to listen to Brian. Go, go off. Uh, uh, right. Thanks, everyone. Uh, follow Teacher Yarns on Instagram, Facebook, and... Teachyarns at gmail.com. So Dad can read out the emails. That's the only one he can use. All right, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye.